Hello and welcome to Take Me Through Your Day. On this episode of our pre-pandemic podcast, we have a pharmacy tech associate. It's a pretty interesting job, and I think you're going to like it. Uh, as per usual, if you or someone you know would like to be on the show, you can reach us at TakeMeTYD on all social media and TakeMeTYD.com. Enjoy the show. What do you do for a living? Uh, well, I'm considered um, on paper pharmacy technician associate. Okay. That is my title. But what I do is I package robot medications for hospitals around the area. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, What do you mean by robot medications? So, like. Um, have you ever went to the Carnegie Museum and up on like the third floor, like there's that robot area? Okay. Okay. So there is one where a robot actually like goes across and suction cups mm-hmm. like a barcode. Yeah. That's it right there. That's the product I make. And the robot itself, so like in the hospitals, they have a robot that is on a conveyor in a way or track you should say and it has thousands of different medications in it and the pharmacist will put in for the patient like what they have daily so if it's Tylenol three times a day they'll put in three it will suction off three Tylenol and put it in its folder and then leave it for the pharmacist the pharmacist will triple check to make sure that it's the correct drug for the correct patient right route and everything, and then it's sent up to the units to the patient. Okay, so this is inside a hospital. Everywhere. Well, uh, I mean, where do you physically work? Uh, I physically work in the. I cannot say the distribution no, because right. of the. I was going to censor out the area anyway, but I mean, okay. like, is it a, is it a physical hospital or is no. it more of a pharmacy? It's or? a warehouse. Warehouse. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Maybe you might want to do. Some <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll cut the whole thing out. Sorry. So, a warehouse. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Work at a warehouse. Yeah. Um, so I guess let's just start. Like technically the warehouse is off radar. Like when you go to look it up, you can't find it. And, and I imagine that's on purpose. Yeah. To keep whatever away. Um, okay. So I was going to say we'll just start with your day, but let's go back a little bit. Mm-hmm. In, in say high school, did you know what you wanted to do? No. What was kind of in your head in those high school years at the time when I was graduating I was set to do early intervention like with learning with children with disabilities unfortunately at that time my mother got really sick and she nearly died on us and I stopped school and I had to save our home Um, I gave all my money that was saved up for college and basically I was working three jobs uh-huh. at once so technically <laughs> and whatever little college I did put myself through like I did bartending school um, I did a few classes of American Sign Language and um, I did a CPR class I went for an EMT but I did not want to do that <laughs> like, but you were still kind of leaning into the medical field. I was yeah I was I, I was sort of yeah with the exception of the bartending school yeah exactly <laughs> I went to bartending school, too, and it was just the biggest waste of money. I know. I don't know was it called... Pittsburgh Bartending School? Or... I forget what it was called. It was out in, like, Crafton or something like that. Was it, pa- like, is it past the tunnels? Yeah. Oh, we probably, went, probably to went to the, the same, same one. <laughs> but they told me, and this it wasn't, like, first class, but it was, like, one of the last class, and they were like, don't tell anyone that you took this. What? It's like, what, why am I, why? why are you telling me that? They were just like, they're less likely to hire someone that went through school. They want to hire someone in-house and teach them that way. It's like, then what did I pay you for? Yeah, like, what the heck? It's <laughs> just a weird sidetrack. Come on, get. So, um, all right, so you're leaning into the medical field a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's take us just from kind of that point mm-hmm. until where you got this job. Okay. Um, let's see. My, f- well, so my, I had a foster brother. My dad got him into um, the hospital that he works at, and um, at the time, I I just got laid off at, um, it was called 
it was a and um my foster brother was like well they're hiring i could put your name in and my mother did not want me going in because she had a bad experience but um i put my application in my foster brother as a reference and i got in i got in as an mda which was med delivery assistant and um i started out at bare minimal um and for about the first six months that i was there there was a manager who saw potential in me and then put me through the pharmacy program of Pitt okay. there. And um, I did a, I don't want to call it semester, but I, I graduated that class. And then I went on to getting my certificate for um, a certified board of pharmacy technician now, is the state of Pennsylvania. Is this something they paid for, or they just encouraged you? They to do paid it? for. Okay, that's and awesome. in order for me not to pay it back, I had to be there a year. Okay, and and initially getting the job, you didn't have to have any prior no school. Okay. Mm -mm. Cool. No, so. because technically at the time I wasn't mixing IVs. Mm -hmm. I was just delivering medications to the units, so I wasn't really in direct patient contact. All right. Um, and I started in there in two thousand seven. Okay, so you've been there for a while. Yeah. And that's cool that they pay for the schooling. Like, that's that's another one that I always love to, to touch on in this, like, getting your foot in the door and then the job itself right. can push you forward. Well, they don't even, great. now what's shocking is I don't think they even offer that now. Like, I was one of the of last people, classes. A lot of places don't do it when they used to. Yeah. Like, like, that's so, like, it's, I think it's beneficial for people, especially if you want the in-house. Mm -hmm. Like, that just would be great. Absolutely. To and have. Th there's so many jobs out there that, like, I mean, just the ones I've worked in the past, where you can stay and you could do great, and there is no room for um, uh, just climbing up a ladder. There, mm -hmm. There's no more rungs. You're, you're there and that's it. Right. So I, I've always loved jobs like that. I think that's really cool. Right. So, um, all right, so let's get into an average day then. So what time are you waking up? Um, now? Ooh. Yeah, let's just go with... Five o'clock. Five o'clock? Yeah, five o'clock I wake up. You set an alarm? Um, yep. Okay. Yeah. If not, my children are my alarm. Um, <laughs> if not, I'm already up, <laughs> depending on what time, like three or four in the morning. Um, by the time I get there, it's about 5.30 because the parkway is not so packed at that time. Okay. Um, as far as like morning routine goes, though, what are, you, what are you getting done in that time from waking up to heading out the door? Um, normally at that time, I'm just getting ready in general and then like you know getting my lunch prepared and hopping in the car at that point making sure that I have the kids book bags out so like you know with school and everything mm -hmm. like everything set for my husband the next day or oops I forgot a book bag in the car gotta run it back upstairs and sometimes they do that then my youngest will throw his shoes off so then I gotta hurry up take the shoes back up because I caught them in the car as I was getting in the car <laughs> I'm like, there's just so room for error in the morning sometimes. That's normally my back. I got to go back for that reason. <laughs> or I have done many of times, put the shoes on top of the car, drove off, and the <laughs> shoes are on the street. <laughs> my uh, husband's picking them up. Fantastic. <laughs> he goes, I found a shoe on the road. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, geez. He was like, we got to stop. We're losing too many shoes. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing too many shoes. <laughs> Uh, all right, so your commute, you said, is not very long. No. But mm -hmm. um, what are you doing on that commute? Are you listening to anything? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, so there's a couple things I listen to. One, um, I listen to either our church, which is Grace Life Church. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll recap the weekend of service if we were or were not in service. Or I'll listen to um, Joyce Myers. Okay. Or I listen to... Um, What's the other one? Oh, it's ninety-eight point three. Um, oh no, I can't think of it. It's my favorite channel. Well, um, ninety-eight point three. It's the Christian channel. Okay. <laughs> this Fair is all enough. I know. This is all regular radio stations. Yeah, right? all okay. regular radio stations. Right. Now, if I'm 
if I'm into a book, um, I'll listen to my book. Mm. Um, I have Audible on my phone. So, like, right now I'm in the Five Nights of Freddy series. Okay. And um, I've been listening to that in the car because my oldest wants to read the book. And I'm like, let me read the book before <laughs> you do because I want to make sure it's not, <laughs> like, yeah. you know. And he's like, you're listening to all of them and I'm not reading them. Well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. You know. But, I mean, the there is a bad perk sometimes because if there's an accident... Rain, snow, it could get backed up on the parkway like there's mm-hmm. no tomorrow. So then I'm stuck in traffic. All right, so let's just say your average day commute. What do you, just a rough idea how long that takes? Um, I know I drive 17 miles a day there and back. Mm-hmm. Well, both. 17 miles there, 17 miles back. Um, I, um... And that's mostly highway miles, though. Highway, right? yeah. yeah. Um... But I would say probably roughly about an hour total. Like, if you were to, like, 20 minutes in the morning, and then the the majority of it is coming home because everybody else is trying to get home. Exactly. You know, and then rushing to get to him at that point. Gotcha. So, all right, so you, you get to the building, the warehouse, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, is there, what's the parking situation like? Do you... We park on site. There's, like, little arms that go up when we scan our badge. Um, Normally, kind of right now, we're on overtime. So, like, the doors don't open up till a certain time. Mm -hmm. So, we're kind of, like, hovering by the door because there's guys that go in earlier before us, and they'll let us in. So, right now, currently, I'm rushing to get to the door so that way the other girls, when they come in, I can let them in, and Mm -hmm. we all clock on early. So, we get our overtime because... I can't stay later because of the kids, but if I can clock on early, I'm going to do that. So yeah. I hurry up, get in the door, text them, let them know I'm here. They'll text me, tell me they're outside. I'll let them in. Then we're running back and forth. <laughs> so it's, yeah, that is a little chaotic. Like today I went for a walk and then one of the, cause I was like, well, one of the guys might not be here. So I decided to walk, get some steps in. And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh no! And then he walked in. I'm like, there it goes. Like it's couldn't do it. So I had to wait for somebody else. <laughs> I was like, just wake up for wanting to walk. <laughs> <laughs> so roundabout, what time are you punching in? Right now, I am punching in anywhere from five thirty-five to five forty-five, and okay. then I'm there till two thirty. All right, so you get in there, you punch in. What are some of the first actions you have to kind of handle? Um, see, that's the thing. There's not, like, um, a set thing because we are kind of – so we're a small group, and sometimes that can be a good thing but a curse at the same time. But um, we have products that are listed on a shelf, and basically – it's logging onto a computer, signing in your name, and then the product itself, you're entering in into the system. So you're entering in like a lot number and an expiration, and it's kind of like a site lot, all this stuff. Um, you have to make sure the manufacturer is correct, the NDC is correct. You know, the thing the thing is is when it's when you're repackaging something you're making sure it's going into the right area because if there's an error on somebody else's end and it comes back, we have to trace it. So it's following steps and procedures. But there's some kind of like redundancy there to make sure that everything ends up in the right place. Yes. It's not just what you do and get right. sent off. To, okay, good. Right, yeah. No, we have a workflow because what it, what it is is like somebody checks it in. When they check it in, we put it in. Then after when we put it in, we are packaging the pills itself into the new packagings. And then at that point, we're checking the barcode, the expiration, the NDC again, the manufacturer, the day that we're packaging it, because that's the other thing that's it would lead to, like, who the person is packaging yeah. that, um, what machine it's on. So you're kind of like looking for the five rights in that type of aspect. And yeah. so there's triple checking going on because then after I check it, then a pharmacist checks it. Yeah. 
So there's like three checks at that point. Okay, that's yeah, that's what I assumed. Um, so just paint me a picture of kind of like your work area. Is it like an office? Is it like an assembly line? Where are we at here? Somewhere in the middle? So like think of like a big room like this that we're in um, with machines that are like maybe this wide. So like three feet by two and a half feet? Yeah, something, something okay. like that. Um, and you are basically maybe about two and a half feet away from a person side by side and so they like literally like in the hospital you could run away from people and not worry about right now mm -mm, (laughs) can't do it (laughs) like you're just like you're stuck and then sometimes like you just put on your headphones and you're just like nope (laughs) cutting people out but um so and then like we have a super duper machine that packages almost like 10,000 to 12,000 drugs per day okay. and um that that sucker is a big bubba he uh he does he spits out a lot of stuff um he is different he is not a uh like a machine like we have like this I would say is probably about like eight feet tall four feet wide I'd want to say and um it has tons of compartments that you can put drugs into then you're able to do large batches of so it comes out in like an assembly line okay and we reel it onto a singulator that cuts it and it counts it at that point so that's like i almost call it like going fishing like when you're reeling it you're holding it like a fishing rod and um at that point um when it's going through the singular, it pushes down to cut it and puts it on set on a rod. So they're rods of like 50 and everything. Okay. Now, uh, I'm still just trying to get the picture of exactly what you're doing. So you're, you're basically staying put, right? You're just stuck yep. in one place? Stuck in now, one place. sitting, standing? You, we have options to sit or stand. Um, I try to stand as much as possible. Um, you do not, there's not a lot of walking. Like, mm. not at all. Um, that's probably one disadvantage, like, I miss from the hospital. The hospital, I think I would walk eight miles a day, where I got here, and I was like, (laughs) 0.2. Like, but, um, there's a computer, the machine, um, off to the left, there's, like, um, pegboards Mm -hmm. that you have rods on that after you package, you'll put the um, medications on and there is a shelf above you that has more um, rods and more um, pegboards. And basically, I mean, that's like it. Like we're kind of like bare minimal. Like we're not like, um, we're not a high fun. Like there, like there's a place in Ohio that um, does a lot more, like, for other stuff. And they have, like, different technology than we do. Or they have, you know, like, they have a different lineup than we do, I think. I'm not sure how, like, it fully goes. But, um, and it's not, you have to wear a hairnet, scrubs, mm-hmm. um, proper attire, um, gloves, and um, after every drug, we're cleaning the machine. That way there's no cross-contamination at all. Gotcha. Um, we are, we deal with NIOSH drugs. Um, so we have to be very careful in that we have to double gowned up on those because... What is, what is that? NIOSH is like biohazard, so like chemo meds and all oh, that okay. stuff. Yeah. Um, that is... So, like, on, in that procedure, like, I have to double glove. I have to make sure that I wash the whole machine down entirely. Um, hairnet, um, mask. Um, now, like, a couple of the NIOSHs, I'm allergic to. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'll bubble up. So, like, <laughs> I will not. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing those things. But, um. How often does that come up? The NIOSH drug list changes quite often. So it can come up daily. 
or weekly or monthly because there's some, like recently in the past year, a lot of the drugs that were on our list last year totally switched and okay. are not considered it. And we're like, well, like, I don't get it, but that's the well, pharmaceutical just, end. Yeah, that just seems like a little extra work when that comes through. Like, is it just you get any warning or it's like, no, it's time for the... They, they'll send it to our manager mm. and um, he'll then say something to us about it. Okay, so say you were training someone for this job. What, mm-hmm. would, what would you your advice be? Um, my advice? <laughs> I hope Just you, say there was a new person I, in there and you were I, like, hey, you might want to... Well, my advice is I hope you like not walking <laughs> because <laughs> I know I don't. <laughs> like, um, that, that's the, like, that was like a major thing because we actually had an interview person come through and they're like, well, what do you think about this? Well, you're not going to be walking. Just know that. Like, yeah. and they're like, really? I'm like, really? <laughs> like, you know, um, definitely, um, it, it's a big difference because like when you're coming from the hospital versus this now, like in the hospital there was much more I was doing and now like I'm just like wait a second and like there's stuff that's coming up and questioning like wait isn't that drug expensive like you know here's me and my boss is like well it used to be well wait let me go see and then then, like he's like no it's not anymore but it used to be and he's like yeah and then like he's like how do you know that I'm like well I worked in the hospital like and I used to be an inventory um, specialist before I came down to where I'm at right now, but um. So that's not just the hot gossip going around. No, oh, this used to be expensive. Oh no, no! I used to I used to order a lot of stuff. I was under um, the director of finance. Oh okay. So it was it was a very nice job. He was a very nice man. Um, unfortunately, he was retiring, and they were wanting to throw me back into the technician route and I who wants to give up no weekends and no holidays like once you get that you don't want to give that back so I jumped ship and that's how I got where I'm at (laughs) like I was like I'm not going back (laughs) all right so let's talk uh lunch break I guess how long are you in there in that scenario looking at the clock like this is the time this is like our our countdown is whenever we want to go Like, literally, we are free to go whenever we want to go. And our times have always changed. So, like, technically before, we used to have 45 minutes and then a 15-minute break in the afternoon. Yeah. Then another person took over. Then it was only a half hour and no 15 minutes. Gotcha. Another person took over and nobody said anything. We went back to 45 minutes total. So, it's kind of like... We're, he's flexible. He, he is very flexible and we go out like today, a coworker and I went to Mm -hmm. and, um, sat, ate lunch, came back, did our 45 minutes and that was it. But this is like a punch out scenario. Nope. Mm -mm. Take your time and take your time. Just make sure you're like, cause we really don't break the rules. Like we really, it's kind of like. What you got is good. Don't mess it up. Yeah. So, like, we're really kind of tight on that. Like, we don't want to mess that up because we don't want to have to punch. Yeah. And our boss is really flexible on that because we have been golden with that. So, that being said, is there, like, a quota or something you have to meet in your daily... There used to be. Okay. Um, There is one assigned. So, like... um, there is like for the bulk packagers, um, for for like there's a five thousand, there's an eight thousand, and then there's a ten thousand. Like it, it depends. Like you don't have to, but they're on quality of drugs. Um, they want the product to be right, everything to be right for the patient. That's what they are about, and they would rather. If I'm only getting so much and it the quality is all out there, 
and that's what they want. They okay. they don't want mistakes, and that's so, what we eliminate. So it's more eliminate. like goals than quotas, like right? We're, okay. Yeah, like we're. It's actually like he brought this up the other day. Like, it's not just you; it's us. Like he really includes us together as a team. Okay. And that's one good thing about him, that is really nice. Yeah, that is nice. Um, is there any other actions in the day that help you break it up? My music, my books. So my... you can pretty much listen to anything yep. you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's like cool. um, now we talk together individually about our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk about like you know something going on TV we saw or whatever. But there's nothing now unless something goes wrong with a machine. Um, somebody will come get somebody else. That's like probably like the bare minimal. Like my job honestly is really easy, but it's sufficient for. It's work because the thing is, is, you know, and I always look at it this way because like when we were talking the other day, what we're doing, you have to think of your family member. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's another thing because I think like you should work in a hospital to work where we're at because the thing is, you could just come in. Anybody could do it, to be honest with you. But my thing is, is that I think somebody should go through the hospital first because it's the patient's safety. And that's what we have to look at it as. Where some people may be like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. No, it is. Yeah. It comes from one point and goes to another. And you have to look at it as if that is your family member on the line. Yeah, so you have to look down the whole line instead of just like, this is a box, this is a pill, this is... Right. Right, exactly. That's a a good way. I mean, if anything, I could say, like, it's number one safety. Like, we always... That is our main focus, the patient and the safety for the patient. Yeah. So it's really, it's kind of like a basic job. I mean, there, you know, like, I wish there was more interesting stuff to, like, say and do. I mean, there is, but, like, there's, like, there's a different machine that we put liquids into for it. Um, That is like little cups Mm -hmm. um there's that machine that we use another machine that like um puts a bag over it for the robot um i'm trying to it's it's really interesting because like you know the pack the pack machine that um will seal that that's a different machine than a bulk packager machine. Now, is there someone assigned to that? Or do you, like, if you have a certain thing, you have to go work with that? Every day is a different assignment. Okay. So yeah. at least you have that. So it's not just like, yeah. this every day. Mostly, though, it's bulk packager. And you're gotcha. kind of just, like, push. push. <laughs> <laughs> but then once it screws up, you're like, no. <laughs> I don't want you to screw up today. <laughs> like, But, um... I mean, and and sometimes I always say the machines are temperamental. They're like children. There be great days, and next day it's just like, what happened? (laughs) And you're like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just like sitting there, and I'm like, that's on backwards. It's on backwards, and then they flip it, and they're like, it was on backwards. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) well, that being said, do you have any good stories of anything that went down, or you know, anything that pops into mind? I mean, you've been there for a while. So. <laughs> there, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I got in trouble the one time. We were packaging a drug that was split in half. <laughs> and um, I accidentally, instead of scanning the paper that I was supposed to scan, I scanned the bottle. <laughs> so it went up as the wrong, it was the correct drug, but the wrong, like, um, size. <laughs> And um, my my manager at the time, he goes, you did a no-no. You did a no-no. <laughs> He's screaming at me. And I was like, what did I do? And then I saw what I did. I was like, oh. He goes, it got out. Are you kidding me? And I'm like, I didn't mean to. <laughs> like, I just, oh, it was a mess. It, um, 
there was um I was in the packager area. <laughs> I get paralyzed with this. I'm I have my bin here. Mm -hmm. and I'm putting the stuff into what I need to do. Next thing I know, there's a spider in front of my face. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so I texted my girlfriend. I was literally paralyzed. She goes, you can text me to come help you, but you couldn't get the spider away from you. I was like, I want to deal with the spider. <laughs> like, I couldn't deal with the spider. I can't, I don't know. Like, I can deal with... um. Like the one day we had a packager giving us a malfunction and my girlfriend um, took a screwdriver and she was kind of going to put it in. We saw a piece of plastic on the area that we need to get it off. What we should have done was we should have turned off the machine. Unfortunately, we didn't do that. <laughs> I'm quick to react on emergency things versus animal things so it started to spark when she touched the machine with the screwdriver right away as soon as i saw it sparking i smacked her hand out of the way and i was like are you nuts and she was like she gave me this look like you hit me and i was like oh my god she was like ready to get electrocuted then like shortly like hours later there was a spider running on the floor and me running out the door. <laughs> she goes, how are you able to react in a situation of sparks but not a damn spider? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. So, like, um, we, you know, like, there's literally, there was sparks coming out. <laughs> like, like, oh, my gosh. Um, I think. Um... I probably, like, there was, like, some crazy stuff, like, you know, stop, you're good. Yeah, um, the listeners should know that we, we're surrounded by dogs, <laughs> one enormous dog. She's the big baby. <laughs> She's whining over here. Um, I would say, like, so the one time I was pregnant with our second son, and um, we were in the back, and... I'm in the back and I'm packaging and I lifted up my back and I was like, ooh. And my girlfriend's sitting next to me and she goes, what's ooh? <laughs> I said, I think I'm having contractions. She, you got to go home. Get out of here. <laughs> she did not want me to go into labor at work. And I did. I was, I was starting to have contractions and I was like, she was like, are you going to need an ambulance to get home? And I'm like, no, nah, I think I'm okay. And she goes, are you sure? She shouldn't be driving home. She was trying to get somebody to get me to go home. And I was like, I think I got this. It's just the start. <laughs> like, that can last long. but um, And did you just drive home? I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> they were back contractions. They were horrible. <laughs> like, they, even like days later, I was home. And my I said, you want to go get TGI Fridays? I was so hungry. Mm -hmm. I was having contractions. And then like they were like, 30 minutes apart well we're on the road and they think I'm like 15 minutes apart I was like oh we're not gonna make it home I shouldn't have done this <laughs> they didn't have uber at the time like uber yeah. like delivers so it was like crap but um I mean uh, basically like after that like when I leave work um I'm facing traffic on the way home mm -hmm. and then the tunnels well, if, let's back up a little bit, because we can wrap up your day, and then we'll okay. get into the whole thing. So, uh, what time did you say you were done again? 2.30. 2.30. Now, mm -hmm. is there something you have to do, like, at your area to clean up, and the day? Yes. What, what do you get to do? Um, so, every day, we take the machine apart. Um, we start with sterile water to get any, like, mm -hmm. dust or remnants of pills, wherever start that and then we use um alcohol we alcohol everything down we then at that point check like where the sealers are at to see if like there's any like um stickiness from the cellophane and all that stuff mm -hmm. we check to see if there's any pills lurking around that we didn't catch we you know make sure the rubber seals are sealing and they are cleaned off 
Is there that, a procedure for that? Like, if yeah. there's pills later on, you got to register that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, if we do find pills, we mark it down. Um, we also have a container that we put them into that's non-biohazard. Um, and then we take it to our guy who is our waste person in the back. Well, I mean, more of like, are they pills missing from someone who needed them like down the line or are they from the filling portion of the the filling portion okay, so they're yeah. not they're not missing out yeah of they're not mm -mm. Right. no normally that's caught way beforehand because like um like i said machines can be temperamental sometimes pills are too small and they will roll out if mm -hmm. it's not tight enough um some of the machines there's a handle that makes it tighter it doesn't like it, and it will start to curl over. It, they're, it's like they have their own mind, and I, I don't, I don't get it. But um, I know the one day I was having like pills roll out. There was no like I had like thirty pills roll out on me, and like I was ready to just like I looked at one of my partners, and I'm like, I I gotta go. <laughs> I was like, I gotta walk out. He's like, you go for a walk. I'll fix this for you. I'm like, okay. And then I got back and he goes, I can't fix it. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just, that's how it went down. But um, then yeah, I'm we... I'm in some kind of I love Lucy conveyor belt situation. <laughs> yeah. You're just kind of like losing your mind. That actually yeah. kind of happened this week with um one of the, like that, like one of the other girls. Like she was so flustered and I looked at her and I said, switch me. Just switch me spots. And the pharmacist was like, Poor, she was like the poor girl and I was like I got this I'm, I'm in there and I got this and I'm pushing it and so then she was good for a couple hundred meds and next thing you know it just does whatever it did to her and she's like you didn't fix it and I'm like great I was like that's just great <laughs> like I'm gonna have to tell you call it in <laughs> like we have a we have a people that we call in case like something's broke or we can't fix it they will have their technicians come out and take a look at it because um, it's a contract. Yeah. Um, after that, we have an air can that we spray into the machine, again, for dust or pills, mm -hmm. you know, just like any extra we didn't get. Um, there are sign sheets to let us know who cleaned what, what day, filling up rods, numbers, making sure the pegboards are all out. Yeah, and... I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted. <laughs> your your giant dog is sitting on the couch like a person, and he's just staring at me. He, she, 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 she she's Bristol staring. What's up, buddy? <laughs> she turned her head too. <laughs> it looks. It, that's she does that. She's very it's like human. A, like literally, her legs are sprawled out like a human. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh look, yep, <laughs> got her attention. Here she comes. She'll jump up. Let's see if she'll do it. Come here. Oh, she's going to be taller than me. She, she, How much does that dog weigh? Uh, 150 pounds. 150 pounds. Hold on. Let's see if she'll do it. Come here, girl. Come here. Up. Jump. Good girl. That is a lot of dog. <laughs> That's my girl. Down. Good girl. She is a lovable pooch. I must recommend English Mastiffs always. I mean, they're not for everybody, but she is the most gentle giant you'll ever meet. No, I love a big dog. I mean, Isn't honestly. That right? <sighs> All right, back to it. <laughs> so, how long does the the cleaning process work? Like, what time are you saying? Like, okay, time to wrap it up. I gotta leave. Here I normally take about fifteen minutes. Everybody is different, but mm -hmm. I like to be thorough as much as possible. So, I normally kind of start at like two ten. And then, because I clock out, like, 2.25, technically. Um, so, I take as much time as I can. Plus, I get the hell out of there. <laughs> like, I'm just done. Like, yeah. I'm tired of seeing pills, and I'm tired of it. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, you said the commute home is a lot different than the commute there. Mm -hmm. So, um, what time are we talking? Are you listening to the same kind of stuff? What's, what's going at on? At that point, so I clock out at 2.25. I rush to my car, get in my car, and then I call mm -hmm. and I'm on the phone with him the whole way to, um, like, the other, well, I think I might, they might need a diaper change. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> I can, I can cut it out later. It's not a big deal. 
Okay, so we are at driving home. Mm-hmm. We're on the phone. Yep. Let's just pick it up from there. So, like, um, I'll call him and say, what are you doing? And he, and he, um, he, he's waiting in line because it's easier for us to pick him up because I never know what time I'm going to get home here. Mm-hmm. And I never know what time they would drop him off from the bus. So it's just best until he gets into kindergarten, goes into he will be picked up from. And then at that point, I get on to and they're at, I'll buy Aldi's in the parking lot and we swamp at that point. Gotcha. And then he's off to work and then I come home. Mm-hmm. And then I wait for him. Currently right now his TSS comes in the evening, but because summer is coming, we'll be swamping so I'll be doing different stuff in the summertime. Um, I'll be probably going to the park or playing on a, a pool pass. So nice. take and let them swim, mm-hmm. run off some energy, get me in the shape. <laughs> so, um, and then dinner, I do music therapy with every night. Um, I sing it in my sleep sometimes because it's <laughs> just that embedded in me. Yeah. But, um... And then bed, well, I, I at least get an hour to myself, maybe. Not really, because he sits there all the time. <laughs> um, and I have to watch, because TV shows that I watch, he wants to watch. And I'm like, ooh, no. <laughs> like, like, I wanted to watch um, Watched. And I was like, no, you can't watch that. <laughs> and he was like, why can't I watch that? No. <laughs> yeah, my first thought was like, oh, headphones. Uh, headphones aren't, that's not fixed and watched. Uh. Right, exactly. <laughs> So, um, you get, let's just say you get an hour to yourself, and what time are you going to bed? Anywhere from 8.30 to 9. Okay. Because I, I keep him on a schedule because it helps him with his ADHD. Mm-hmm. So, and we have a routine where we do nights, we do a book, and then we'll read from the children's Bible, and then I do like a made up fairy tale night story mm-hmm. and then we say prayers and that's it it's bedtime so that takes roughly about like 20 minutes okay you know um it helps him keeps him in check and um trying to teach him like better stuff <laughs> like keeping him on track as much as possible i i'd like to say like yeah my my job is great but i would say more like the more job that I could probably go into is the job of being a mom. Yeah. Like, and especially with two special needs kids. Oh, well, we can always do a round two. Okay. I mean, that's yeah, that's I've, fine. I definitely like some insight <laughs> into that. But we haven't had that episode yet, so. I would definitely, for sure, especially like with autism and ADHD, mm-hmm. I ha- I feel like I have a lot to offer. Uniquely qualified. Yeah. So we could definitely fill up an hour. That's I think. awesome. <laughs> okay, so wrap up your day real quick. Um, mm-hmm. So you said sleep eight thirty nine. Is that what mm-hmm. it was? Do you have any sleep rituals? Anything to help you go to sleep? Um, that um, the bedtime stories mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, my medicine. <laughs> I, I take medicine at night. Um, unfortunately, my sleep is always broken. Um, my youngest does not sleep very well. And um, nine times out of ten, he's either up three or four times a night. Um, and depending, it's either for one to two hours or what. So, okay, that's my oldest dog. She's Bailey. She's fourteen. Oh, he's a beagle poo. <laughs> beagle poo. Mm-hmm. Beagle poodle mix. Softer of a poodle. All look like a beagle in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so one last thing about the job, and then we'll get into the fun stuff. What kind of advice could you give to someone who would want to get into this kind of field? Definitely for sure. You want to, no weekend, no holiday, it's up your alley. Because yeah. the thing, like, because, you know, like, the hospital came in up here. And at the time, you know, somebody was like, you should go there. And I was like... No, it's a suburban hospital. I would get paid less because not not a lot of people know that because uh, suburban versus city, mm-hmm. you do get paid less. 
for a suburban hospital. It's con- it's smaller. The bigger the hospital... Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. It does. But you wouldn't think, being a, like, company... Companies, I should say. Um, in my thing, in my eyes, and probably everybody else's eyes, fairness all around. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if you're going to start out at $10 an hour, start out at $10 an hour. Not because you work at a suburban you're going to make $5 an hour. That's not that's not all true, but I'm just yeah, saying yeah. that's what the throwdown is of all of that. Yeah. But um, me, myself, when I moved down, like I realized what I was getting into, not moving around as much and being in a smaller environment. But the having no weekends and no holidays has been a benefit for my family. And if that's something you're looking for, good, find it and go. Especially if you want to start a family or if you're just starting a family. Who cares how old you are? You can retire like that. Like, that's bank. (laughs) You know? And you got a steady steady pay. And not only on sometimes when holidays are on weekends, you get that Monday after. So, like, literally, it's a win-win. So how how to get it like just say there was someone in like high school or mm-hmm. n- not working out in college what what's the avenue to go down to to get into something like this um oh, definitely for sure to start off in the hospital um, because the thing is is when you start in the hospital it is always best that you can grow in the hospital faster yeah because my thing is and I'm not trying to put down schools or colleges my poor husband went to college you know that uh-huh. doesn't do anything with his degree i know i do a fair bit of putting down college on the show so well okay not, <laughs> like that's all right um you don't need college you mm-hmm. don't i am not going to force my children to go to college because here's my thing target is paying 15 dollars an hour that's true that is true huh so true my one of my friend's daughters works there and my thing is if they are getting nearly paid as what an ultrasound technician gets paid mm-hmm. or like a pharmacy technician or a medical assistant you know stuff like that stuff the lower end stuff like i should not say like the ultrasound probably ultrasound gets paid a little bit more but but someone who actually went to school for a certain thing and this guy's over here right yeah Yeah, exactly like that's where i draw the line and my thing is if my boys want to start there go for it dude yeah and work your way up because there's always room for growth and no matter what then you work your way into that because that's what i've done my whole life I mean, even my first job at 16, which this is really funny. At 16, I started at Denny's in North Forsells. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Grandmother worked there. Mm-hmm. And didn't know, never knew mm-hmm. that or mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. I was a waitress. I was a hostess. Then I went from a host, you know, hostess to being a camp counselor. Then I tried um, dispatch police department. Then I went to a senior care facility. I kept going. Just bouncing around. Yeah, you just, you don't give up. Because the thing is, when you don't give up, that's when you win. Yeah. And where I once, I mean, when I first started my first job, I was making $6 an hour. And now where I'm at, definitely. Like, I know I fought to get where I'm at right now. And I don't look back. You know, I don't regret not going to college. Well, it seems like it's all worked out now. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) True, right? All right. Well, I think that's pretty good advice. I'll go with that. Let's do some of the fun stuff, and then I'll get out of your hair. All right. Okay. Um, What's your ideal breakfast? Like, on vacation, have whatever you want. Oh, I always love a good ham and cheese omelet with uh, home fries and white toast and jelly. There we go. Like, I'm simple. (laughs) (laughs) What's the best advice you ever got? Best advice I ever got. Oh, I might get emotional in this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Years ago when my mom was dying, I, my mom passed away and I, I just had, 
and um, one of the girls, like, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And she looked at me, and she said, we all called her mom. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was hard for me to call somebody else mom because I'm very strict on that stuff. But she was like, you make your own traditions. And ever since then, I've made my own traditions. I think that's great. You know, I, I don't have any blood brothers or sisters, but I have a cousin who is, like, the best brother I could ever ask for. And that is, we do everything together, holidays, birthdays. We go side by side. And that's what we do. I think that's great. Making your, making your own traditions. That's, I mean, I, I try to do that with my friends. And yeah. I'm not going to get into it. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> I agree with that fully. That's a, that's a very good answer. Mm -hmm. um, what movie do you think you've seen the most? Movie? Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, there's, I think there's a couple. Yeah, shoot. Um, one, Backdraft. It's my okay. favorite movie of all time. All right. Um, two, The Miracle Worker. Miracle Worker. Well, it's based off of Helen Keller. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know yeah. that. Movie. Yeah. That's, right. um, that's, yep, I would say those two for sure. Awesome. Uh, what's your biggest fear? Mm. Clowns. Clowns. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I hate clowns for the life of me. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, see, I knew that dog was going to open the door. door by itself. Oh my god. Good job, buddy. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. <laughs> Your dog opened up the door. <laughs> Just like a real person. Look at you. <laughs> Human dogs. <laughs> Um, any candy in the world we will you have? Ooh, um, I don't think, I have a picture of it. It's those cigarette candies, not the ones that are Wait, gum. Are Is that? Oh, yeah. This. Oh, yeah. It's the, it's not this, it's not the bubblegum ones. The white, the plain yeah. white ones, the white sticks. Yeah. These are it. That's and I found it at S&S Candy in... Yeah, and then, yeah, the South Side. Yep, and they sell them by the box for four ninety. They have 24 in a box mm -hmm. for four ninety five. A whole um, carton. Um, um, um. Yes. Um, Hurry up, come on, spit it out. Um, like, um, some people are calling that, that's bad for you, because pe people keep on calling it, like, like they're adults by kids. Good. Oh, honey. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> actually, Charlie actually explained it to me. But well, we'll we'll talk about it later. Speaking of, have the candy cigarette talk. <laughs> that's what they do. They do this. Well, that's what natural. <laughs> it's not natural. I'll they're tell you later. They get Mommy used to smoke. Then they have to go to Daddy made me stop. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about this giant thing of banana Laffy Taffy. That and then I was, was from the baby's it. birthday party. <laughs> I had a giant Why banana? Why candy. is that whole thing banana? I don't know. It's the worst flavor. It's the worst. <laughs> it was for a party. <laughs> Here you go. Disappoint some kids. <laughs> All right. Back, back to the question. Um, do you have a uh, childhood hero? Helen Keller. Helen Keller, mm -hmm. all right. Uh, what kind of soap do you use? Soap? Oh, jeez. You can interpret the question any way you want. Um, we do a lot of organic soaps, actually. Yeah? We buy, um, it's the goat, the one with the goat milk in it or something? Yeah, like I, that? I forget the name, but I know what you're talking about. I know we buy it at Johnny Go all the time, but he, he likes that stuff. Hmm. Like, he's into that, so... If anything, we splurge on that. Fancy. If someone gave you $1,000 right now, what would you do with it? I would pay off a couple credit cards, probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. Classic adult bummer answer. My... What about your 18-year-old <laughs> self? 1000 bucks. Oh, shit. I drank a lot when I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was a wild child back in the day. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure that most people you talk to, I was like, yeah, um, probably like going to bar hopping and 
Yeah, I was me and me and me and my cousin were really. Yep. No, we drank a lot. <laughs> so that's probably drinking thousand dollars to get you a nice bar hop. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, rack it up fast. All right. What's your biggest pet peeve? I think people being ignorant, because I can snap like that in a second. Give me an example. Well, um. I feel like something right. came to your mind when you said it. <laughs> okay, so for example, this was funny. It's not funny, but it was—it's <laughs> funny. We were at Denny's, and um, the line was too long, and I was like, "There's no way we can be here." There was two gentlemen in front of us. One got a takeout order, and the other one just paid. So <laughs> was ahead of us. <laughs> holds the door for them. We're behind, me and we're behind them. They don't even hold the door. They let the door, like, kind of, like, smack them. Yeah. And I was, like, one's on the phone, one's not saying anything. And I'm, like, what the heck? Like, guys, you see I have a little kid here. I have a little kid in the other hand. So I have, like, two kids. So um, this one lady, as she saw that I was struggling, she held the door. I was, like, thank you, ma'am. That was so kind. I was, like... These jack wagons in front of us, on the other hand, don't want to have a help anything. I was like, you know what? Don't grow up to be like them, you morons. It's like, child, like, I was like flipping out because, like, I'm struggling. I was like, they weren't doing anything, and I had the kids, and I was like, I just like lost it. That and like, I get road rage usually too. Yeah. Like. We were going to St. Vincent du Paul's, mm-hmm. and because we were looking for like it was something that he had to like scavenge for a school. Yeah. When I made the turn into the parking lot, the person was on the wrong side. So there was like two sides, an in and an out. They were on the inside, so I had to go around them. They didn't. They were going out the wrong way. Yeah. Well, the guy got ticked with me because he thought I was going to hit them. Yeah. Flicking me off. Now, keep in mind, we know what Duck Dynasty looks like, right? Yeah. Okay. Envision this. They had a they had a blazer. He's flicking me off, swearing. He's like, what the is mm. wrong with this guy? I park, jamming in the park. I get out, not realizing it's right behind me at this whole point. And I was like, you got something to say? You want to say something to me? I'm like, okay, Duck Dynasty, why don't you get out of your car? And you say something to me. I was like, where is your duck whistle? And I just was going off. Well, was still following me at this point. And, and then he got out of his car. And I said, oh, you ready? I said, are you really ready? Because you're going to hit a woman? We're going to see what the cops say about this. And my, my husband was like, I like, <laughs> Standing there like he was ready to go at them. <laughs> so I get really like, I'm a fireball when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> I like it. I'm still, I'm still laughing about the word jack wagon. That makes me very happy. <laughs> good. I like, I like a little digression like that. It's good stuff. Uh, where do you see yourself in ten years? Mm. I'm hoping to have like a, like a campsite or like an RV or something like that. Yeah. So then that way we have a place to go to. Yeah. Like, I want to get away. Yeah. Like that's what I want. Yeah, that's a good goal. I like that. Uh, tipping custom. Ooh, I go off by the performance of people. So because only because I was a server, mm-hmm. I, I start out like people giving me their names. I am particular. Pepsi, no ice. Coke, no ice. You give me ice, strike one. All right. Bad idea. Then if you get your late on not refilling, strike two. Um, if you're really good to me. I'll give you anywhere from ten to fifteen dollars, like. So not a percentage, you just flat no. flat rate. Yeah, flat rate. Nice. Like I have the one day, there was this girl who was like extremely like above and beyond. I gave her a fifteen dollar tip, nearly hit the ceiling, yeah. and I was like, "What?" I was like, "It's nice." And the one day I gave somebody twenty, and I was like, "Jesus!" <laughs> he was like, "Right, like have a conniption." Well, that's the thing, though. Like, sometimes that really makes someone's day. And I, you know. I and even for, like, when I have pizza people, like, delivering, mm-hmm. like, I I give them at least, like, $6 tips. Only because, like, my husband and my brother-in-law had their pizza shop. Mm-hmm. So I respect out of that. You know, like, I know a lot of their people who they worked with. So. Yeah. Good answer. I like it. 
Oh, uh, what's something you wish you learned earlier? I probably wish I learned earlier on how to listen to others and not kind of, it's kind of like how our pastor describes it. You act in your flesh, but you don't act in your spirit. So like in our flesh, like sometimes like when we're in road rage, we're acting in our flesh Okay. where our spirit is probably kind of like, hold it to yourself. Don't do anything. Just say, May God bless you, and that's it. But really, our flesh is like, mother. <laughs> like I'm here, Duck Dynasty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, childhood celebrity crush. Kurt Russell, but he's not like he's not he's old. <laughs> give me, give me a uh, era. Kurt Russell in all Kurt Russell. Okay. He is still hot, even the, at playing Santa Claus this past Netflix series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I love Kurt Russell. What's uh, one thing you change about yourself? My feet. What? If there could be a foot transplant, I would gladly accept it. What, can you elaborate a little bit? Yeah. So, like, I have my father's feet. They're ugly. <laughs> and they're... They're disgusting. They have that fungi on them, which gets thick, and it embeds into your skin. Ugh. And um, the only the pill that provides to help get rid of it damages your kidneys. Oh, cool. So, like, <laughs> yeah, let's just damage my kidneys. But, um, and then, like, they get itchy. So, like, when I scratch them, they get, like, flaky. Like, mm. almost like athlete's foot fucking, but they're not athlete's foot. And... They suck. <laughs> they just, I even tell my father, because my father has a big nose, and I got my mommy's nose. Um, my father's family has huge noses, like, that comes out. Mm -hmm. I was blessed with my mother's nose, cursed with my father's feet. Hey, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> what's the hardest time you ever laughed? Oh, jeez. Um, I don't know. Just something that comes to mind. You don't have to think too hard about it. I have something to say, but it's perverted. I mean, I'm not censoring anything. But he's here. I can't. Yeah, that was, that, that was my way of saying it. Your discretion. Your kid's here. Because, let's just say, there was something that happened, and I was like, Mommy, are you okay? You could bleep that out later. <laughs> and I was like, had a nightmare and that's it. <laughs> Fair enough. I think the, the audience could fill in the rest. Uh, guilty pleasure. Um, mint chocolate chip ice cream. That's a good one. What type of music do you listen to and why? I listen to mul like a multi thing. Um, like actually, like and I were talking about it today because... One of his co-workers was like, I'm going to get you young again, because the guy's like 23, 24. And he's like, well, what did you listen to? So we were like recapping like what we used to listen to. So like I like used to listen to like ICP, Slipknot, Limp Bizkit, um, I mean, Gangster's Paradise, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, that was me too. I was like, yeah, we're old and uh, that's about it. And then like there's country and there's Christian. I'm a wide variety. Even, like, uh, Gungorian music. I like that, too. So, I don't know. What's the last piece of music you bought, then? Let's go with that. I haven't really bought anything since I have my Napster on my phone. Probably the last... I will say the last um, music that I put into my phone was called Live On Forever by the Afters. Okay, what kind of music is that? That's Christian. Okay. Well, I guess we could throw in the why. What's the... Well, it more sounds like translucent. Like, like if you're kind of like... Sorry, God. Sorry I'm saying this right now. Um, if you were high, you would probably be like in a wave of rainbow. Oh, like, very, it uh, sounds like that in a way. So, I'm more of an upbeat than like downbeat. Okay. That works. Let's see. What's something you're bad at? Cleaning. <laughs> right, uh, we covered sleep routine uh, just wrap it up with this one 
If you could do anything, any job in the world, what would it be? I think a private investigator. Really? I'm good with that. Like, I'm good with trying to figure out, I, I figure out a lot of problems. And I think that's where my youngest gets it from. But, like, honestly, I used to say to my girlfriend, I was like, we're going to we're gonna have a mini PI. Because her husband does some police officer stuff. And I was like, your husband will be in charge. Your dog will be our mascot. <laughs> like, I used to say that. But um, she... Um, Definitely for sure, I would rock at PI. Right. Like, I would, like, I'm pretty good. Like, if you give me names and all that stuff and just give me, like, little things, I'll be able to find it. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Well, thank you for doing the show. You're welcome. <laughs>